Hi, this is Dr. Kathleen Nash, and welcome to 10 Minutes of Total Transformation. In these podcasts, I try to give you real information, the real deal, in bite-sized chunks that you can start using today to make a total transformation of your own. So let's hit it! From Digital Insight Recording Studios in Las Vegas, Nevada, and a stone's throw away from the world-famous Strip, this is Transformation Radio, the podcast that explores weight loss, health, and everything Korean. Here is your host, chiropractic physician, Dr. Kathleen Nash. In this podcast, episode 31, I'm going to talk to you about using exercise to out-train a bad diet. Can it be done? So, I don't know how many of you know this, but I am an avid exerciser. Um, With the metabolic program that I use for my clients all around the country, I tell them that exercise is optional. That is completely and totally true. Usually we correct metabolism. 85% of your problems when you're looking in the mirror, buck naked, high noon, is coming off of the end of your fork. So for my metabolic program, exercise is optional. But for me personally, I have been exercising since I was 19 years old. So I... I wouldn't say I'm addicted to exercise, but I really do feel uncomfortable if I don't use it. And when I first started exercising back when I was 19, I did it pretty much for the reasons that almost everybody in the country uses exercises. I was looking to lose weight. Um, And for the longest time, basically probably up until I started the metabolic program and, and started learning about these problems, I was under the same impression that a lot of people are under, that If I just did enough activity, I could pretty much eat whatever I want as long as the calorie deficit was there, meaning, you know, let's say that I ate, I don't know, let's say I ate a thousand calories over what I normally would, right? So maybe normally I eat 1800 calories and one day I just decide, I don't care, I'm going to eat 2800 calories. For the longest time, I believed that if I could create a deficit that day and maybe burn 3,000 calories, then I would be 200 calories in the hole and obviously I would lose weight. The reality would strike when I would go on the bathroom scale the next morning and 10 times out of 10, I didn't lose any weight. If anything, I was the same, but more than likely I gained. Now, some people might argue, well, yeah, but you probably ate something with a lot of salt or you were retaining water or you haven't pooped yet. And that's all true. But the weight would linger and linger. And so over time, what was happening is I was steadily gaining weight trying to apply this theory. Um, so if it's water weight or if it's water retention or if it's salt or if it's poop in the colon or if it's food, in the, that would go away after a couple of days. But it doesn't go away. And here's why. You cannot out-train a bad diet. And the reason you can't out-train a bad diet is because a bad diet causes several metabolic changes to the body that just exercising is not going to get rid of. For example, eating processed foods, eating foods high in sugar, eating fast food, eating takeout food, basically eating the standard American diet causes dietary hormonal changes. 80% of the food that we eat in our country causes our body to store body fat, but even worse, it suppresses the hormone that tells our body to burn body fat. So let's go back to that thousand calorie example. Or not even that, I'm going to give you a completely different example. If I'm going to junk that one, I'm going to give you a different one. Let's say that I decide tomorrow morning that I'm going to go on a diet. And with all the best intentions I have, I'm I'm going to wake up early, I'm going to have a healthy breakfast, and, and I'm going to have like moderate exercise. But maybe my alarm clock fails to go off in time. So now I'm running late. So I decide, okay, 
I still want to start my diet, but I'm running late. I don't have time to eat the healthy breakfast that I was going to have at home. I'm going to stop on my way to the office, and I'm going to go to one of those local big green and white coffee house kind of places. And because I'm going to need a big shot of energy, I'm feeling tired and run down, I'm going to get a small, iced, foamy, frappy kind of a latte type of drink, right? Um, Now, I know that that type of drink, I know it has a lot of calories. It has like 600 calories, right, in that tiny drink. But I'm going to compensate for that. I'm not going to eat anything else for breakfast. I'm just going to have that. And I'm going to make sure that when I get out of the office tonight, I'm going to burn 800 calories. I'm going to be a beast in the gym and I'm going to crush it. And I'm going to burn more calories than the frappy type drink. So it's going to even out and I'll end up losing weight because I'm starting my diet. Here's why that's wrong. When we have 600 calories of that frappy style drink, really all you've given your body is caffeine and sugar. And it's a lot of sugar. On a daily basis, you should only have 20 grams extra a day. That drink probably has close to 80. When that drink enters your system, especially if you're not eating anything else with it, the sugar goes into the body way too quickly. It overloads the liver and the liver very quickly asks the pancreas for help by secreting insulin. Insulin is your fat storage hormone. You can only have about a teaspoon of sugar coursing through your blood at any one time. Well, you gave it 80 grams. So the body's got to do something with it. So the body's going to store some of it in the liver as glycogen. It's going to store a little bit of it into your muscles as glycogen. And the rest of it gets converted to body fat and stored. Because the body honestly believes that at some point down the road, you will be able to tap into those reserves. However, Depending upon how often you are eating foods that make insulin come into the bloodstream, chances are you already have a relatively high level hanging around. So when you eat that high of a dose of sugar in the morning, you basically turn fat burning off for about a good 10 to 12 hours, which means when you go to the gym and you did burn, and let's say I do go to the gym and I do burn 800 calories, um, just like I said I would, I'm in a 200 calorie deficit. But because that insulin is still high, my body can't, not doesn't choose to, not does a little, it can't burn body fat. It can only burn sugar. So the body's going to first look for any sugar that's available in my liver and burn that. Then it's going to look for any available sugar stores in the muscles. Both of those are called glycogen, and it will burn that. And because insulin is still coursing through the bloodstream while I'm going through my 800-calorie workout, it will then start breaking down my muscle because muscle, when it's broken down, converts into sugar. But it won't go after your body fat stores, which is why if you keep playing this kind of game of, I'm gonna eat this tonight, but I'm gonna work it off tomorrow, not only does it not work, but you actually end up getting fatter. You're losing muscle mass, and you're increasing your body fat percentage. And then all the metabolic risks that come with continually being over fat and undernourished. So. Hopefully that gives you some insight on why you don't want to eat poorly while you're exercising. If you're going to make a decision to lose weight and lose body fat and you want to do it right and you want it to be effective, make sure that you're eating to support your training. You cannot out-train a bad diet. So that's pretty much going to wrap it up for this episode. If you're enjoying this podcast and you've not left a rating or a review on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher, please take a moment to do so and let me know how much you like the show. I would truly appreciate it. You can also drop me a message at info at drnash.com. Be sure to check out my social media links on my website as well at drnash.com. You'll find more valuable and free information on my YouTube channel, Facebook, and Instagram pages. 
In next week's episode, I'm going to talk about a really cool thing that's starting to gain a lot of popularity, which is a cool sculpting or a cold laser, and how effective is it with a metabolic program such as the one that I offer in my office. So that's all I have this week on Transformation Radio. Until next time, remember, a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Take that one step today towards total transformation. I'm Dr. Kathleen Nash. You've been listening to Transformation Radio with chiropractic physician Dr. Kathleen Nash. To begin your total transformation, visit drnash.com.